Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Fan With here from PAX East 2020. We have an interview with Sarah Elmola, who is an awesome game developer, voice actor, voice director, and an advocate for fair labor, even, uh, in the union. Uh, so she is the voice of Lizzie in Gears 5. She's the female freelancer in Anthem. She's been in For Honor. And she's been in many, many indie games. You might have uh, recognized her even in Gone Home as sort of the beginning uh, voiceover. Sarah's awesome. Uh, she gave a really wonderful interview. As always, with a lot of these developer interviews that I do, these are just on my phone. We were in a hotel hallway for this one, so the sound quality is not studio quality here, and uh, obviously most of the work that Sarah does is absolutely studio quality, so apologies we didn't have a studio for this, but it's still a really great interview, uh, and of course, I'll do the whole sort of fanbite thing here. Please make sure to follow us on Fanbyte Media on Twitter. Find all of our podcasts at fanbyte.com slash podcast. Listen to all of our coverage from PAX East and all of our coverage kind of ongoing. Uh, but after the music, you will hear an awesome interview, I think an awesome interview, uh, from Sarah Elmola, game developer, voice actor, voice director, and advocate for fair labor. Welcome back. I hope you're having fun. <laughs> I've been kind of going. I haven't even, yeah. I like blitzed through the show floor. I want to like, I think after this might be my first time oh, to awesome. just kind of stroll. Yeah. yeah. And I really want to go see the Red Lantern booth and everything. So like I, I will yeah. actually go experience PAX. So far I've just like done a couple panels and been like a deer in headlights. Sure. Um, sure. But other than that, yeah, it's good. Awesome. Well, I mean, I was going to say, you know, just you are showing off the Red Lantern primarily Yay. here, right? That's the, mm -hmm. one of the main things you're doing here, but also you're on panels, yes. you're doing all kinds of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I hope you're I hope you're having a good show. Thank you. And it's, it's, it's not to too wild. People. No, it's not too wild. I mean, yeah. it's just wild for extra reasons, not like PAX reasons. Sure, yeah. sure. Just life is happening right now. Yes. Um, so I have actually not seen the Red Lantern yet, but I Ooh. have had the download of it. Uh, okay. Merit from our team went and saw it yesterday Ooh. and got to have the whole booth time and all that uh -huh. cool stuff. So I just only kind of know the basics about the game. I know it's like a narrative driven game about uh, mm -hmm. a woman who has decided to like fuck all this shit like I'm gonna go mm -hmm. be a dog sledder. Yeah. It's not the proper I don't think that it. hey we'll go with it for now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like a person who does dog sledding. Yes. Sure. I'm sure there's well, a term. That makes me think of that makes me think of um, Ellis from Left 4 Dead when like like in Left 4 sure. Dead 2 like you start out you don't have the words yet. What's real? Like it's right. not a boomer it's a big squishy guy. Like you know. Big squish. And then eventually you decide on what it's actually called. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, but you know what he means. You know um, what it means. Right? Yeah. Dog sledder person. Dog mm -hmm. sledder person. Yeah. Uh, a musher if you will. Yeah. A, a musher. Yeah. A musher. A Not musher. a boomer, but a musher. Not a boomer, but a musher. <laughs> Truly, Close that's what I should say to people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a boomer, I'm a musher. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, one of the things about it, it was sort of pitched to us, is like, there's a lot of women in like really awesome positions on this team and, and kind mm. of working collaboratively, which mm. is awesome and mm. not something you see all the time in games. Certainly, yeah. obviously, there's games that have women in high positions, but mm -hmm. it's not something you always see in like several high positions yeah. and, and high roles. And uh, yeah, I wanted to know if... Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about setting up some of the story of it, since all I know is the the bare bones of that. And if you wanted to talk about like uh, that sort of process with this game, and, and also more generally of you know sort of how you go from a script to a final playable story, and how you sort mm -hmm. of 
are involved in creating that and working with writers and working with game directors on that? Yeah, so I, I feel like I should start by clarifying my role on the project. Sure, sure. I, yeah, yeah so um, Lindsay and I started talking a while ago, and she was preliminary. It was before she'd done any casting. She had this the story in yeah. mind. It's a very personal story for her. Um, uh, comes from a lot of her own just sort of journey as a person, of you know, di- discovering her own identity and navigating some of these you know, either imposter syndrome or just feelings of of not knowing where you fit in. Sure. Um, and so I, I helped uh, her navigate the the process of casting. So and, and also totally. I've, I've been doing I've been working on this low budget agreement for um, for union actors to be able to work on indies. Awesome, and that's awesome. a huge passion project of mine. Yeah, I definitely um, want to hear a lot about that as sure. well. Yes, yes, yeah, I'll, I'll save super that. Super interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put that on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so just helping her understand the contract, um, make it you know make sure that it made sense for her and her and something was some was something the team was going to be able to commit to and and understand and uh, you know be able to afford. Sure. Um, and then also just helping her cast. And so I suggested a number of actors. She really sure. responded to Ashley. Ashley was sold on the pitch of this, of this just as a very intimate, um, you know, uh, window into a young woman who's facing a lot of the things that all kinds of folks, not just women, face yeah. um, as we try to craft ourselves and find ourselves <laughs> alike. Both. Yeah. Whether you craft or find yourself is probably something addressed in the game a little bit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Even better. A little yeah. bit. Subtly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, and then and then getting to direct Ashley in the booth. So that that experience, my my touch point with it, I did yeah. look at scripts. Made you know, did especially in our first session prepped the script in a way that I know personally as a voice actor will find it easy to read. Yeah. A lot of the time um, you are trying to optimize session time because time is money in a, in a, set, in a booth. Of course. So um, making sure that your scripts are legible to an actor, it has the information that they need but not a lot of clutter because you're reading and internalizing and reacting very, very quickly on the fly. Sure, sure. And then that's how you go from 50 lines to 100 lines an hour and things like that. I mean, these are how you're counting everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the value of having a really seasoned, experienced, you know, union actor yeah. is those line counts are high. <laughs> Not to, like, make it reduced to that, but it's... It's meaningful it's for an indie team. It's yeah. a lot of work for y'all. When, you, when, so, it's, yeah. when you're not throwing money on a, you know, yeah. you are counting that stuff. So um, having Ashley is just an absolute thoroughbred. I mean, my yeah. God, just an yeah. Olympian. Um, <laughs> what a joy. So that yeah. feeling of being in the room with a woman who had this personal story to tell, an extremely talented producer wearing a million different hats on this nice. game and yeah. in life. Um, and and then me and Ashley being very very simpatico, we really share a lot of we share a sense of humor. We I feel like I'm directing myself. It's like the easiest possible directing oh, that's job awesome. because yeah. I know that if I crack a joke or make a reference that I would get, she'll be there. Um, <laughs> so we just had so much fun. Um, yeah, so that was my main experience on the game was helping to shape um, and guide. Ashley has is full of wonderful instincts, but we would kind Fabulous, of yeah. paddle her into this place where we feel like the the story and the player. Um, is feeling exactly what we need them to feel at any given point because it's a very um, procedurally generated story. I mean, sure, it's kind of sure. kind of a roguelike, right? So, um, yeah. a roguelite or whatever we're talking. Yeah, what's the that works? Some derivative Musher, of rogue, roguelike, mushroom roguelite, roguelite. Yeah. Rogue-like. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, but so there's and it's there's so many things that can happen, so many instances of things yeah. that can happen in the game, um, which is part of what Lindsay was doing is taking all of this audio, putting it back in the game, making sure that when each of these things fires, you know, randomly or or whatever, um, yeah. that it all stitches together well, that it sounds um, coherent. Um, so yeah, so it's taking this jumble of lines and making sure it works for all instances of playing this game. Um, 
is the, is the challenge for her there. So there was a feedback loop of that. It was sure. nice to be able to record over time to, to kind of come back and, and learn from what they'd already implemented gotcha. as we went. Yeah, yeah that, that does seem to be a massive challenge of making everything seem natural for yeah. wild scenarios that yeah. like, oh, you made seven different decisions in six different ways that, oh my God, how, how do you kind of make that make sense? It sounds like yeah. a both a challenge and like maybe it's fun to work on that level of like, like, oh, there's a lot of chaos, but, like, you can make some really cool kind of connections. Through yeah, yeah, there's a couple. I don't want to – I'm not sure exactly what Lindsay's oh, already yeah, no, talking no about. Yeah, no. but, um, but there is – the game is is reacting and processing the decisions that you seem to be making. Yeah. Um, and pays attention to a lot of ways that you're interacting with the dogs or not or things like that. Sure, so there, sure. there is – the game is interested in you and how you're reacting to the – circumstances you find yourself in, which I really think is really, really cool. Um, and trying to do that um, on top of just having all these things, you know, adding that layer of variability is like so yeah. ambitious and cool <laughs> and I'm so proud of them and I can't wait to play it. So Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. And I almost wonder, uh, how, are, how are you credited in this? Is it almost like a director role? Oh, really. I think voice director. I haven't okay. actually talked gotcha. to her about my credit. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I came to yeah. her as a voiceover consultant because sure, I was interested sure. in being helpful to any piece of the process that she needed help with. Sure. So if I if all I had done was just give her a roadmap to how to work with a union, how to talk to them, who else yeah. to hire, um, that would have been fine. And then I was like, I can also help you cast if you're interested in that. I can also help you direct if you're interested in that. Um, awesome. So we just sort of added those pieces of, of offering as we went. Um, so I don't know. I was like VO consultant, but I guess I wore... Sounds like more things. Yeah, it sounds like several things. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Voiceover, <laughs> whatever, some sort of cheeky tech term, like voiceover czar or something. You know, like whatever. Voiceover ninja. I don't voiceover know. Voiceover ninja czar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Ninja -czar. Like guru czar ninja. Right. <laughs> like all of these things. All right? of the goofy, yes. Uh -huh. I do love the problematic that. appropriation terms for whatever. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we, we just grab them all. We just throw them in a pot. Yeah. We should just start using America, like, you know, America, what is it? Like voiceover fascist or voiceover dictator or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know what our version is. Yeah, president. I guess president. Yeah. Senator. Oh, God. Voiceover senator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extremely cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do want to talk more about, uh, of course, uh, that sort of creative collaboration process. But I also want to give you plenty of space to talk about, sounds like some really cool labor uh, sort of pieces here sure. that you've worked on and how, yeah. now I'm familiar with it in film in terms of like, you know, a, a, the SAG rate, the, I was a student filmmaker once. Yeah. So like, I, I do Please. recall the, that there was some, some language around like, okay, we could hire union actors, but only uh, on, you know, particular, uh, there was a set of rules for that. And like, mm -hmm. oh yes, of course, if you make money, uh, you should pay your labor. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. um, is that similar at all to, to what you've been working on? I, I, I'm unfamiliar with this world, so if you yeah. want to walk me through a little. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, there is the, the current version that we have now. We're always yeah. paying attention to the space. We're, we're sure. talking to developers. We encourage developers to reach out, even if the current contract isn't a perfect fit, because we are interested in what else we can cover, who sure, else we can sure. in invite into the space. Um, but the existing low-budget contract that you can find and use um, prorates the... We're going to get super crunchy now. Oh, good. Is everybody ready? It's okay. good. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. So for the full budget, uh, the full uh, interactive agreement, you get four hours and sure. up to three characters. Um, at I think it's 902 now. 900, uh, 900 bucks for the four-hour package. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then the low-budget agreement basically halves that. So okay. It says you have a two-hour minimum. You can get up to 10 characters. Um, and you can pay 450. -ish. Okay. Okay. Um, so that just sort of more flexible um, 
smaller uh, studio session time is, in my experience, has been always more fun, like useful, immediately useful to indies. That's shorter session time. Sure, sure. Um, but it also kind of preserves, you know, basically at scale the um, the the rate that everyone that the union has agreed is is totally. comp- fair compensation for everybody. Totally. Um, there's a secondary payment structure that's slightly different. So. Actors for years, the the most sustainable models that we have had have always involved some kind of secondary payment in sure. order to make a living. It's very very difficult to. I think it's pretty safe to say it's very difficult to make a living off of session fees. Of course. Um, yeah. So the full budget agreement, as negotiated, well, I guess it's already three years ago now. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> and we're all still feeling it. No, that's we're not true. Here. Yeah. We're all still here. That's there. That's we're what I meant here. to say. Yeah. No, it's we're all still here. They're both. Valid yeah. ways of no, looking at that. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is actually that relationships, like that that conversation was difficult and painful, but the relationships between the union and and clients and actors, everyone is talking to each other differently, and I actually feel a lot of positive energy. I'm not blowing smoke. Like, I genuinely sure. feel a lot of positive energy from staff and hearing um, of projects that are signed that I never would have thought would have been signed years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so I think it actually has led to some amazing progress. Um, but anyway, so the, the yeah. secondary payment structure is different. The full budget, it's per session. Okay. Um, that is uh, that every ses- extra session you work on the same project, you get a little bit extra uh, um, wages. Um, sure. But then for the indies, I think I-, I was very adamant that there wasn't a burden placed on developers to involve their actors in more work for the project. Gotcha. I just feel of like course. when you're counting, you know, when you're trying to, to ca- make everything count, I feel like... Um, I felt it was important not to have a burden on indie developers who who find that they need want have more lines for their actor sure. or want to bring them back in without um, adding exponential or not exponential. That's I would be misusing a math term that's like very carefully. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, it's a very yes. It's actually not exponential. <laughs> it's totally infinitely tiered. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, that that you know encourages them to have their actor back in. Yeah. Um, so the the session fee stays the same. There are it's it's pegged instead. The secondary payments are pegged instead to um, unit sales. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's that's also a point where if you're like, I'm free to play or I have something that makes money differently, that's a conversation you can have with a staff member. Yeah. The point yeah. that we want everyone to appreciate is that is it's a conversation. Just call. Yes. You're interested in union actors, pick up the phone. Don't yeah. stop and say, that's not for me. Um, because we at least want to, we certainly want to hear from you. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's just a modest quarter of a session fee paid at, at sales, um, unit sales, uh, tiers of five hundred thousand and up, capping oh, nice. at two million. Oh, cool! So it's really just meant to capture kind of runaway success. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you know, I mean, and that's again something that you keep us informed about your when you make your money back. But we figured that was a good starting place yeah. guess point for a, a successful indie title. You can start sharing some of that success with your actors. Absolutely. Um, but in a very clearly defined, chunk-sized way, which is very helpful. I. I imagine very helpful for everybody on every side to have like this very clear. I yeah. am not in that union. I'm in the writer's guild. Yeah. So I, I yeah. am familiar at least with some of the processes that go along with figuring out what's fair for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or mm-hmm. approaching fair for it's everyone. So much talking. <laughs> so much talking. So much talking. Yeah. I remember uh, we did something like 100 hours in, in office during uh, our last contract uh, mm. type of dealio, which was fun. Yeah. Interesting. We're gonna, I've never, I've been part of, I'm lucky to be part of this fairly established entity, right? Sure, the, union, sure. the, the actors union is pretty well entrenched. Yeah. Um, and the challenge there is to kind of keep it fresh, keep it engaged, keep it evolving in, yes. in you know, with a with an industry that evolves at lightning speed. Fast. Um, but 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 organizing <laughs> yeah. from the ground up is a different 
fascinating. Like, I have no experience with that. Like, oh my gosh, like, sure. that's so cool. Like, let's all get in. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump in. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's quite awesome. Yeah. Uh, labor is exciting. I it find is it exciting. exciting. It is exciting. I find it that I way. I have no idea. You know, my mother, yeah. um, my mom was a flight attendant. She was like, she was yeah. the first treasurer for the first flight attendants union oh, cool. in the 70s. And yeah. so she was like, Helping them overturn, you know, like you couldn't be married, and you had to have a you had a weight sure. restriction, and you had to wear powder blue eyeshadow out to here, like yeah. it was bonkers. Yeah. Um, and so I like never, I didn't like consciously see myself following in that path, but I do think about her a lot, and I yeah. think she would probably be pretty stoked that that's, I'm doing this. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really really cool. I, <laughs> I think that's something to be very proud of. Thank I think you. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. And are you? Um, are you involved in any of those conversations yourself with like kind of making some of those waves happen or, or making some of those changes happen at, in, you know, in your career as, as part of what you're doing? I mean, I, I'm very actively in putting developers in touch with the union Awesome. and awesome. making sure, I mean, yeah. I'm very, very invested in the customer service coming from the union being sure. really, really smooth and responsive and friendly, yeah. which is definitely true. And if I didn't think that I couldn't fit, look a developer in the eye and tell them to go of talk course. to them. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then just assuring developers that that's true. Like, yeah. Hey, like, this is a consequence-free, open conversation. It's just best for us to get to know each other and to find out what we each need and what we each think is is our baseline for what's fair. Yeah. Um, so I do, I think, a lot of informal um, and I guess semi-formal. When we were developing the contract, we sure. held more um, sort of specific summits and kind of meetings yeah. um, that I was a part of. And I and I just tapped my network because for years I was coming to GDC and meeting indie devs. Sure. Um, and but then moving to the to LA and doing more AAA, I didn't want to lose those. Sure. Collaborations because yeah. that's like the juicy, fun, weird, wonderful stuff that oh, keeps your little actor heart beating. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So in that sense, I'm very, very involved, and I have, you know, I have staff in my phone, and I'll call them, and when I have questions, or I hear from somebody, or you know, um, and vice, or I'll send, and or I'll or personally answer developer questions if they have questions about the contract, uh-huh. and send them to the union as well. So, wow. Yeah. I guess pretty involved. Very involved. And in that's yeah. yeah, that's yeah. great. I now understand exactly one contract. <laughs> I had no contracts brain before. I can talk this one. Every other one still makes my eyes cross. That's fair. But it's important. It's important. Yeah. I have a Incredibly. deep appreciation for it's impossible to ignore how contracts this is such a nerdy wonky thing it's incredibly important <laughs> but <laughs> contracts, contracts shape the work so vastly i mean yeah. the fact that like even for the big for the big budget agreement the fact yeah. that you get three voices dictates the kind of actors you bring in because you're going to bring in Swiss Army knives. You're going to bring in the multi-purpose folks. Yeah. If yeah. you had a contract that said you only got one voice, or if it, or if the rate was different and you weren't trying to maximize your your voices per hour, right. then you would you would hire different people. The game would sound different. It just the commu- everything changes on yeah. the back of this on on what we agree that we're doing and how everyone's getting paid. So. It's my little sort of gooey, hippy-dippy, blissfully ignorant creative self is, can now no longer ignore how her life and her work is, is influenced by all this other stuff yeah. and just paying attention. So no, that makes, anyway. Oh, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I completely understand that. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk a little bit more about the sort of um, creative process as well as something uh, like... It's something I've always wanted to understand since Ooh. I, you know, you've always been on kind of this side of the fence, on the media side, where we don't get to see behind the curtains. We don't really get to see, uh, you know, obviously we interview folks, we talk to folks, and I've made little projects and, and things like that. But I've always wanted to know 
just kind of what the process is, maybe in a pretty baseline yeah. way of like creating a character with, you know, with a writer, with a game designer, with a director, with the kinds of folks who are making these characters, who are writing these characters and how you bring them to life. Like it's I, so different. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's different on every single project. Um, I guess we can we can focus a little bit on Red Lantern and your your sort of work as a director in this, in this yeah. capacity, casting director and director and yeah. also like, you know, it sounds like also consultant in other ways right. as well. Yeah, it's it's the newest piece. Like I can sure. sort of go yeah. through each of my old as an actor, I can talk about each yeah. different experience, which has been so different because virtue of games being so different. Of course, yeah. Um, and the fact that nothing is standardized behind the scenes on yeah, any game ever. Right? It's just by the nature <laughs> of the work, like nothing is standard, yeah. unlike in film. Yeah. Um. So, but for this one, I mean, I, I talked with. Uh, I feel like I just had a wonderful access to Lindsay. She was really was invested. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And that's true of everyone. Like I had, I felt I would sort of text Ashley thoughts that I was having or reference points that I was having. It was very informal and very open. Um, so with Lindsay, I mean, she had, she liked, we, we both were very familiar with Ashley's work already. So we sure. could kind of hear it in her. Um, I knew that I wanted the character to, that both of us wanted a character who was vulnerable, but resilient. Mm. Um, I think that's sort of where the female, <laughs> maybe I guess the the fact that it was three women kind of collaborating on this. Sure. Have, it's a slightly different feeling when you, um, there's no extra mandate of needing, or the threat even of an, or like the ghost of an extra mandate of like needing to be, needing to sound sexy or needing to sound a, a certain kind totally. of strong woman figure, like totally. strong female character, tough. Bleh. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, <laughs> we, we as women know that you can be a survivor and also feel things very deeply and be really, you know, deeply affected and, and damaged by things. Sure. And, um, and be angry. I mean, I, I knew that this woman talking alone into her dogs in the wilderness was going to be running through a lot of different beats, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> yeah. and she'd need to be funny because, you know, you're going to spend time with, you know, you got to cut the tension and just have a little fun every now and then. And you've got puppers and like, sometimes the puppers are adorable. Yeah. Um, you got to talk to the dogs. Yeah. So yeah. I knew it was just going to be <laughs> a total meal of a thing. Yeah. Um, and I felt very, very free and unworried in advocating for a woman that was very multidimensional, uh, yeah. um, and just yeah. looking forward to what Ashley had to bring. Um, so it was really kind of nice knowing that there wouldn't that no one would be kind of like tilting their head or expecting mm. something different. Um, not to make it too much of like a rah rah thing, but like oh, yeah. it was just the, a missing element. There was nothing coming in that was fighting what we knew could be a very complicated and also coherent person. Of course, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It absolutely okay. does. And I'm sure there is that pressure in other projects. You just don't know. Just, I've worked yeah. with a lot of wonderful people of sure. all genders, and of I've course. had directors who you know of all genders that I absolutely adore. Um, but I've also heard, you know, at times feedback from, from higher ups and whatever through, yeah. through a grapevine that like, you know, she sounds too bitchy or whatever. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> you wrote me a lot of sarcasm. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So, so just kind of like not having to worry about it even, which yeah. isn't, you know, to accuse anyone of anything, not having it as yeah, a worry is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Cool. <laughs> it was a fun room, dude. Yeah. We laughed yeah. a lot. We moved at a good clip, but we focused on stuff we needed to get done. Um, we had a, a couple of amazing engineers. Um, that was pretty, that was like kind of a neat and interesting. The first time that like the one guy was an engineer and everyone else was just like, this is how it's going to go. It's going to be great. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. Cool. So um, yeah, it, I loved that 
feeling in that room. I would I would do that every day for the rest of my life. It was totally fun. I was I was gonna ask you if you were interested in direction as well for for a forward momentum for, forward. for you. Yeah. I, I'm I'm investigating it. I had yeah. a really wonderful experience. I know that it had every advantage going for oh, it. Sure, sure. Where I had this like awesome <laughs> rapport with the director, with the game yeah. director, and I had yeah. this wonderful rapport with you know my actor who's amazing and both of them are so experienced and know exactly what they, you know, want and need and can do. Yeah. Um so it was like kind of a gem of a thing. Um, I think that I, I would love to continue to pursue, especially indies that have, that need kind of an, an indie touch and also, but someone to translate actor for them. Sure. Um, sure. so, and I do think that at this point I'm pretty well positioned to do that. Um, having worked on so many indies, loving them, playing them, of course. um, loving the actor, well, loving, I'm, I, I think I, I feel drawn and happy with this work because I've grew up wanting to be a voice actor and as a fan of voice actors. So I'm already a huge fan of all these people. And I yeah. love hearing them do cool stuff. And I love bringing them cool roles. Like, it's so yeah. exciting to me. So, like, that part it was very, very joyous. I think the, like, sort of connection building and being invested in, and, like, curious about what these wonderful people are going to do, there's a thrill. There's a thrill to bringing good actors good work that is nourishing and fun and, and unusual and refreshing. So that part... Is exciting. We'll see. Like I, we'll see. Of course. I think it might be like slow steps and finding the right fit, but um, but that sensation was pretty addictive. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it also it must be a thing. And maybe I'm I'm reaching here, but it must be kind of cool to see more of that kind of level of indie, the level of indie that has basically any budget, right? <laughs> that mm. that can have you know more than one artist contractor yeah. and other artisans who are working on things and mm-hmm. actors who are, who are voicing these roles and things like that yeah. because it feels to me as if there has been a real resurgence of that level of game you mm. know that sort of thing that maybe you know 10 15 20 years ago was the sort of b level game where mm-hmm. it was like maybe not like a triple a budget but mm-hmm. had a budget and had a yeah. cast and had things like that mm-hmm. and it does seem to me like there's a lot of high quality stuff coming out now that is of that ilk, that sort of medium tier, yeah. uh, where you can be very interesting and very weird and almost even a little experimental, yeah. but also have some kind of budget for, for yeah. more expression in it. Yeah. Just wondering if your your feeling is the same way that that this is an area now that where more voice actors, more performers of, of different kinds can actually be involved in the creative process. Yeah, I think, um, and it's interesting because I do acknowledge that it kind of cuts both ways, but like of the level of polish, yeah. right? Like when we talk about polish, it's sort of a loaded word, right? Because it's like, oh, nothing's <laughs> yeah. good unless it has gobs of polish. And that's like not totally true. <laughs> right. But like, but part of that is that you, I see it as an, if you have that budget, then you have this opportunity for collaboration. Yes. And so um, there's not the burden of having to do everything yourself as well, yes. in, you know, at times. So it's, it's, it's a complicated issue, but I do... Um, I am excited that there's interest and funding and, and creativity at that tier of folks who aren't, are, you know, who aren't so overwhelmed by a union contract. They're like, I speak a bit of contract. I've had to write them for this, and I have a lawyer and yeah. an accountant, and like everything's in order here. We're a small team, but we got it kind of figured out. Yeah. Um, I'm thrilled that that's there, and so they, that we can be speaking the same language and not um, and, and have that opportunity to work together. Um, so yeah, and I think there's there. In in a future world, we will we will look at something that maybe involves the sort of experiment like tiers below that too. Sure, sure. Um, that'll be kind of a journey as we figure out how it fits together. Legal precedent in the union, as you know, is like a really real thing and it's sort a very of, real thing. Yeah, so how this <laughs> affects law. that thing over yes. there? Right, it's like super super real. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. just be like, oh, of course, for free you get to do blah. Like that just doesn't. It's, it damages <laughs> you need things. Some, some work behind that, of course. You before need you to get there. See. Yeah. yeah, like you have to see yeah. the bigger picture. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. The, the, in the short, 
less complicated answer to your question is, yeah. holy snacks, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited that folks are, um, because of the way that labor is discussed, it feels like the temperature right now is such that people are more curious, more open, um, kind of more accepting of, of a strong labor um, entity or, or the, a way of working together as being just people advocating for what they need and respecting their time and also just yeah. the long-term health of an artistic community. Like for me yeah. to be available to you during business hours and to do voiceover full-time and do rapid you know, turnaround auditions, I mean, the yeah. way that everything works in the industry now requires my full-time presence and availability to you. And part of these union protection, protections ensures that. And so yeah. when you kind of take away some of those things, you start to hobbyize something that, that already requires a hugely technical high yeah. level of skill. Yeah, just I mean, that's sort of a cursory explanation of why I feel invested in labor stuff. Um, oh, just protections. Fucking awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. It's seriously great. It's refreshing to see it come about more. And, and it's only, again, to me, only felt like the last five years or so that people have been really seriously talking a lot about labor yeah. and about fair compensation in the industry. And it still has not penetrated a lot of parts of the industry but mm -hmm. you know I, you, you certainly talked about the very painful conversations yeah. that happened about three years ago it's grueling around a lot of stuff which I can only imagine uh, I had, like, was just not moved fun here. oh my god I had just <laughs> moved I had moved because yeah. I was in New York and I was like none of the AAA voiceovers there if I want to work with some of these bigger developers sure. I have to move sure. so I'm like hey guys let's go to work and it's like on strike no <laughs> like, not fun okay yeah, guess not I'll fun. just make this contract while I'm twiddling my thumbs yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was painful, and it was yeah, it was like mommy and daddy, you're fighting. It was like so upsetting. Yeah, but it was part of this broken communication channel where yeah. it felt like developers didn't know how the other half lived, and totally vice versa. Yeah. Um, and so I found myself in this position where I I and then I kind of came into this awareness where I was walking in these. It was sort of a day walker like in these two communities, sure. and so. Um, I still take that kind of ambassadorial role pretty seriously where I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is what my life is like and what I have to do to make a living and blah. Yeah. Tell me about you. And because I'd spent 10 years going to developers conferences, me being friends with developers, collaborators with developers, yeah. there was, I think it lent me kind of an, a body of evidence around my good yeah. faith that I think is really important. Yeah. Because I think in order to ask people to listen to you, you have to listen. You can't, you can't just be like, mm, listen to me, but I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Right. You have to demonstrate that it goes both ways yeah. and, and live it. So um, so I think that was where I, that was my response to the strike was like, all right, we have to heal this way of talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> sounds like it has really helped quite a few people. Oh. And it uh, sounds like some exciting things are happening in the industry in yeah. several levels because of that. So yeah. I've worked on um, games on this contract yeah. that, I'm, that I've been so overjoyed about. I know there's going to be more down the pike that yeah. I'm, I might not even be in. It's possible. Right? <laughs> it can help other people. It's also very okay when you put that amount of time into something to also benefit from it. Like, yeah. Seriously, real talk. Like, well, thanks. <laughs> I thanks. think that's Thank good. Yeah. It's been it's been a joy. I mean, after party where the water tastes like wine. I mean, these were. Yeah. I was talking to Yanaman Nordhagen on where yeah, the water yeah. tastes like wine, and we were just daydreaming about his favorite. I was like, well, here's blue sky actors who could do this, and he's yeah. like, could we get them? I was like, yeah, we can. <laughs> we have this contract. You it's, can ask them. Like, it exists. It exists. We have it. It's now. possible. Yeah. Um, which is so exciting. So I just I think that sense of joy at a developer thinking like what's my dream cast yeah. and knowing that they have a way to, to at least ask that actor if they, and make their pitch share their joy for this for this very special project that they have yeah. their baby and pitch it to someone and say here I think you'd really love doing this 
And it's viable and, and they can get paid at a rate yeah. that, you know, has been negotiated yeah. and has been looked at. And it's not just yeah. like, oh, right. I wrote a check in my bathroom. I don't right. know why I said bathroom. <laughs> it's right. Right. I, right. I guess bath, bathroom gin and sure. also, you know, the light in the bathroom. I don't know where these images come from sometimes. <laughs> um, bathtub labor sounds like it's just waiting to come, like a sociological thing just waiting to be termed. Honestly, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is the podcast. Where it comes from, you Sick. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe this is it. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask a couple of, of of small things, and these are slightly more general things. Sure. But, um, you know, you you've obviously worked in very small indies, in these kind of mid tier indies, and also AAA games. You've, you've That's worked in Gears, which Yay! is so incredible and, and awesome, and Anthem, which yeah. is also amazing. Yeah. Um, and I know there's no standardized process no, whatsoever. Those were both different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. But I, I'm just I guess as a general note, like. Does it feel different to work on these kinds of scales of projects? Is there yeah. just a very different like type of flow to this type of work when yeah. you're working in something a little smaller versus like, oh, they've they've got a yeah a whole ass you know kind of setup going on. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. I mean, I'm trying <laughs> like I'm trying sure. to make it sure. simple. Um, I mean, let me think about if I could distill how they're different. I mean, like I said, most indies that I've worked on. The load, the voiceover load, it's rare to have a really, really, like actually Red Lantern is probably one of the bigger voiceover loads that I can think of, even just conceptually, um, because of those many, many instances of of occurrences and events and interaction, interacting events and all that stuff. And it's a one woman show. So it's like, um, so that's a lot. Most of this, of the indies I have worked on have been a handful of sessions of two hour sessions um, and not more. So sometimes one, I think. You know, I did probably a handful of games, not last year, but the year before, that were all just one session. Oh, sure. So just that alone. Um, and they're often also more conversational, for lack of a better mm. word. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, I've done sort of quirkier, more naturalistic. It's not always true. Pyre is like a lot of gobbledygook. I was going to say, like, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's literally scrolling over a word to see what it means a lot of the time right. in the game itself. Yeah. So there's a lot. <laughs> that was extraordinary. I mean, Greg yeah. made Greg made a very robust and like well thought out um, like alt language that had yeah. very specific pronunciation guidelines. Darren has a fantastic ear and will catch you and he's like, you're sounding so American. Like, just, it's like, <laughs> it was like Italian and Hebrew. It was like a very conscious mix sure. of stuff. Sure, And then yeah. you, the goal of just, this is a total indie problem. But I guess no, this is great. Yeah, yeah it was so fun. <laughs> but he like, and then we found sort of statements that were English, tra- English and then yeah. translated and I read those. And then each of those statements would also have to be written in such a way as to be reused as instances to capture something sure. essential emotionally that could then be reused va- you know many many times across the course of the game which yeah. is why they came up with the alt language right oh. so um that was wild and fascinating that yeah that actually cool. sounds intense it was dank i loved it and <laughs> i was playing cool. two twins i was playing like different yeah. oh, it was so much fun oh, um, great. so yes so that's that's that but oftentimes i will say oftentimes indies are like more conversation like resembling things <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah and then you know AAA tends to have these very very big move sets mm-hmm. and all kinds of environmental stuff that's a little more open-ended and just need to have sounds for exertions or efforts for all kinds sure. of stuff yeah um but I mean just to compare gears and and Anthem I mean Anthem yeah. I did performance capture for I hadn't done you know I would yeah. love I think we're starting to see a, a future in which indies will do more performance capture because sure. the tech has been democratized it's still expensive but I think it'll I think it'll get there yeah. I made a very yeah. like I made it I made a point of making sure it was included in the low budget contract good. for when that good, eventuality good, good. happens oh that's so um, smart that's great yeah yeah I was like this is gonna be a thing um <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so um, so that was like two a year and a half or more of you know a performance capture session with everybody, um, one a few you know a few months in between. Sure. Um, in that case, it was first person cutscenes, but then I was so I was like on set and mm-hmm. kind of more there to react with the actors. I mean, I was there as a physical. They were taking all my data, but um, yeah. not my face. Um, so that was about. That was a whole different practice. I mean, I was like getting off book again. Like I hadn't sure. done, you know, memorizing lines. Like I hadn't done some, you know, since theater in New York. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, and that's just a whole different bag than doing booth voiceover. Um, Gears was not performance capture, um, and that was like, you know, maybe one or two sessions for pickups for the for the single player campaign, mm-hmm. and then many multiple sessions just for the multiplayer. And that's yeah. a whole oh different kind of Olympian. <laughs> that's like holy snacks and they've added modes for every entry in this long running franchise which means more enemies which means more efforts so that bank of like sound sets that every new character has to do every time is like pretty real <laughs> it's a lot um, and so so fun um, collaborating though in that way was interesting it was sort of a it wasn't like in person as much as I felt it I came in I did the single player stuff um, I worked with Tom Bissell, who had sure. recommended yeah. me, who, who I'd, I'd known for a long time yeah. on the back of For Honor. He was like, I know she can do tough. Like, let's just get her in. Do it. Yeah, um, yeah it was so great. It was so fun yeah. working with a friend. That was really cool. That's great. Um, but so I do this, and then I and I think a lot of me started to come into this character, which is a little less, like, tough, stoic, and a little more wacky, <laughs> a little sillier, a little sure. more wild. Still, like, go get him and, like, rah-rah, but, like, a little yeah. slightly more unhinged. Um <laughs> And they, they played with that. So this was a really fun thing where they took that back, they were listening to it, and then in the multiplayer sessions, they had another writer, uh, Robert Shannon, um, mm-hmm. also working with Tom on her dialogue, and they started to fold some of that in. So a lot of the nice. sillier stuff, yeah, for Lizzie and Gears in multiplayer is on the back of them. This, I get like, a, I get like all worked up thinking about it. Like oh, I start to cry. I'm like, it's so sweet. Like they listened to it. They found something yeah. that I was doing that it was just of my instincts and my sensibilities. And they took it and they ran. And so she's even more of that in the multiplayer. And yeah. that was so touching to me. Like we were tweeting back and forth in each other. And we never got to like see each other talk or like meet anything. Yeah. But still we were having this joyful kind of collaborative process um, just from, you know, me hearing the writing and them hearing my voice. And that was pretty cool too. That's awesome. It was nice. Yeah, that sounds you know, really good. Cool. It was pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling. <laughs> Isn't it great? I mean, I... I I imagine when you're working on a franchise that big, that mm. fans start to come into play. That like mm. you know you start to maybe be I don't know if you if you get recognized often for that work or or if people recognize your voice in other things. Like mm. oh that sounds like you know X Y or Z. That sounds like this person or that person. And then maybe fans kind of can start to appreciate that. There is of course um, that that portion of course being a voice actor I'm sure that that is slightly different from having necessarily your face on everything right Mm -hmm. but but I imagine it must be cool sometimes to get recognized for for some of your awesome work yeah I think a lot of folks have played a lot of the games I've been in I think that Lizzie might be the first time that folks have like that she's kind of come into focus as a fan favorite on her own which is a new nice thing feeling to have (laughs) yeah so that's cool um yeah yeah, so sometimes people will like I'll get tweets where they're connecting the dots and I'm like oh my god you're in blah blah um yeah more rare more rarely um but I don't know we'll see I've gotten um I I haven't had an experience experience doing cons like fan facing cons as much so um that'll be kind of interesting to see oh my god um actually sort of coming up talking to people who have played yeah. it and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, I have had a couple people come up and, and talk about Gone Home just here at PAX. Oh, um, that's great. Which, 
It always makes me very that's, happy. That's incredible. Yeah, it's always the nicest story. It's like, those are some nice stories. They're like, oh my God, like, it's played a huge role in my life. And like, yeah. like you know, coming out and like all the things. I'm just like, who? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sure that is also a lot. <laughs> it's wonderful. Deal with sometimes. I mean, yeah. I was like, I yeah. was a small part of it. Like, it's funny with Gone Home because I was like, I'm the voicemail at the top. So like, I, yeah. I occupied. Which I recognized. I remember uh, like yeah. at the time, because no. I, I had spoken to you a few times at that point even. Oh my God. Uh, you know, interviewing you for, um, God, the, really wonderful adventure game. Resonance. Resonance, yes. yes. That was like from maybe a year before, not that long yeah, before. And I was like, right. oh my God. So I was I was the fan in the tweet right there uh, <laughs> in 2013 as we were talking. I love it. But yeah, very, very funny. But I'm sure, you know, I, I'm sure that can also be a lot when people recognize oh, your yeah. work and recognize what's going on and all that kind of stuff. It's oh, a yeah. lot for I don't get anyone. it. It's not at, yeah. yeah, it's not at scale for me. Like it's not at high volume sure, for me sure. yet. So, I mean, I could see... Eventually, someday, I will have to, like, draw, maybe, if I'm lucky, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, have to draw personal boundaries a little bit. And yeah. be like, oh, I'm kind of tired, but you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have a great Max dude. Doing um, the thumbs up from afar. Like, yeah. I thank you, I love you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for yeah. um, But, yeah, right now, it's, like, it's such a slow drip that it's, like, oh, sure. like, I just spend oodles of time, like, staring into their face and be like, did you really like it? Like, <laughs> did you really, though? That's so good, though. That's... That's it's really nice. nice. It's really yeah. nice. You know, games are so, yeah. as a process, like, I, and I love them, and I was always gunning for them. I always wanted to do games um, professionally and creatively, um, mm-hmm. and it's different than theater. I, I yeah. love theater as well, but, like, it doesn't have that instant feedback loop of having an audience kind of connecting with them in, in real time together. Yeah. Um, and so, and I love the intimacy of games. I love speak be, I, as a gamer I love that experience of feeling like I'm at home it's so intimate I'm yeah. pouring hours into this thing it's yeah. like this dark perfect like private thing um, and sort of meeting someone in that space as a performer I think is profound and special and delicate yeah. and like so intimate and cool um, but I don't get to enjoy it when it's happening of so, course of course so yeah. in that sense like yeah. someone coming up and saying I did that I sat with you for a couple hours and I had a nice time is like yeah. really cool it's oh, <laughs> incredible it's nice yeah. Yeah, it's super super sweet yeah um I always like to end on like kind of a fun note, uh, and I, I love asking a question, especially performers, if there's like a dream role or some type of dream role that you haven't done yet, or alternatively, if you don't have a dream role, mm. if there is a character that you have played that kind of stays with you, that really is very special to you, that you know you kind of if you're drifting off to sleep at night thinking about like playing that person or, or, or kind of what their life is like in the in the imaginary space there. Wow. You know, it's interesting that the sad thing about, I was just watching a YouTube of um, Marion Cotillard. Blech. Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. I don't <laughs> yes. know. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. You got it. Um, uh, on Graham Norton talking about how like Edith Piaf wouldn't leave her body for like a year or something. Oh, <laughs> you know, wow. she like spent like, she like had a hard time getting rid of her. Yeah. And like game voiceover, another, the only other, like, there's like two drawbacks to game voiceover. Sure, it's sure. not getting to act with other people unless you're doing performance capture. Sure. Which is why I like want to do performance capture all the of time course. just to have other actors with me. Hey, it's in that um, contract. That's right. It's there. <laughs> Use it. Use it. Indie devs. Please. Um, yeah. Even if you can just record in a studio together, like no performance <laughs> capture, just record ensemble if you can. Yes. Um, there's that. And yeah. then... Um, is and it a timing thing? Is it that you have short. less time? Gotcha. Because, yes. yes, because you're in there, and then the other thing is how long the sessions sure. are and how few you usually have. 
So when people ask me, like, are you working on something? It's like, no, there, there's no moment in time. There's a fraction of a second wherein I am working on something, and that's for four hours, and then I'm done. So, like, I'm about to work on something. Yeah. I will have worked on something. <laughs> These are the tenses. The is very short. These are the only tenses in my life. It's difficult. It's a hard way to live, dude. That, that sounds tough. It's Actually, a hard yeah, way to live. sounds difficult. Yeah. So the fact that, like, that you spend, I feel like going in to do a game nine times out of ten, with Anthem being the delicious, juicy, wonderful exception, um, <laughs> sure. is I go in, I kind of speak in tongues for four hours. <laughs> and then I it's come out. Fair. Yeah, and then I come out. I'm like, what just happened? You know? It's like, oh, yeah. Like, what did I say? And they're like, you were nuts. Like, you, know, you were communing with God. I was like, you were nuts. Dope. It was great. Yeah, it was sick. Um, when can I do it again? Um, yeah. So like, that's the thing. Is like, very few characters I get to live with them inside of me for a long enough time to sure. miss them. Sure. Um, I think Lizzie right now feels special. I mean, she's recent, but that is uh-huh. to me. I think. That stands out to me most recently, just as of a, a recent thing, of that feeling where we really built on the character together and yeah. it kind of evolved into something pretty close to kind of just me and also kind of what I believe in. Like, I believe in strong, funny, wacky yeah. characters. Um, yeah. Like, I just kind of I want to see more of them um, that are, like, tough and cool but also not, like, boring <laughs> and, like, stoic. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to see them, like, be a little, super- like, surprise themselves and, yeah. and freak out a bit. Um, so the fact that that kind of landed with folks is still something that I'm really moved by. Um, the fact that like, like my, they, the laugh they took for the laugh emote in the game is like probably something they grabbed in between takes. Like probably I said, (laughs) I did some stupid, bad half-assed first take of a laugh, like, ha ha. And then I like made myself laugh. (laughs) You're actually like, that's ridiculous, you nerd. (laughs) And then they took whatever, they must have taken whatever that back half was and that's what they used and it's this weird guttural goat-like sounding thing it's bonkers it's nuts yeah um but it's like a laugh that I have it's my laugh and the fact that that I don't know landed with people and they think it's ridiculous and they're spamming it at each other and getting sick of it and all of this stuff all of the crazy things that happen once this leaves your body and goes into a you know a multiplayer this, ecosystem this yeah. right we're like what happens when they hear it five million times oh god you know but it's just um it has a life to it that I that I'm so pleased with for now. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe everyone will hate Lizzie in five minutes, and I'll be like, "Well, that was fun." <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But that that's that's what I think of. I think that's pretty affirming because I would like to. I would love to see. Actually, I hope that I find more of that, more opportunities in myself, on the job where that really clicks. Where it's like, "Ooh, I see where this is going." This doesn't even feel like we're finding anything anymore. It's just tapping into something really instinctive and spontaneous, and that would be cool. Incredible. Yeah. So any of that, I think any role that, that has that feeling where we're building with each other, and we're and it feels easier and easier yeah. because you're finding something so true and so instinctive um, that suits the project, that fits the project, that serves something bigger. Um, yeah, I'm looking for that feeling more than a type of character. I think. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's a story. That's, that's, that's our new intro. Oh, no, just, <laughs> just clip it out and play it ten times in a row like before the interview. And then, like, chop it up. You can get somebody to make some beats out of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you. I super appreciate it. Thank you.